Seriously, though, Hollow Knight is the best Metroidvania of all time. Absolutely. Welcome to Insert Credit Annual Number 3, 2020, our annual relitigation on the issue of what may be the greatest video game of all time. I'm Alex Jaffe, and my favorite game that probably won't make this list is Near Gestalt. Well, uh, I'm Frank Cifaldi, and my favorite game that uh, is not going to make it on this list. Oh, God, I'm just kind of darting my eyes around the office and not being inspired. So uh, I just played Raw Danger. Let's, let's put Raw Danger as my game. It better be on the list. I bet it'll uh, be on there. I'm Tim Rogers, and my favorite game that probably won't be on this list is uh, Video Ball, baby. Oh, we'll see about that. Oh, give me that stuff. Uh, I'm Brandon Sheffield, and my favorite game that probably won't be on the list. Man, I don't, I don't know. I think I actually, when we were doing this a different way, I submitted a thing, and I said this probably won't be on the list. But I don't even, I don't remember any of them. <laughs> remember when we did a PlayStation 2 list that didn't have Jack 2 on it? Yeah. I remember. What a disaster. That was something. I don't know. M- Just say Bonk's Adventure and move on. Or sorry, Mac- Revenge. Uh, Macross True Love Song for the Wonder Swan. Decent game. Part of the thing with our insert credit annuals is every year we change up the formula for exactly how we determine the best game of all time. As yeah. one must, yes. This time, what we did was we got our listeners involved at forums.insertcredit.com and had them pick their favorite game from 20 different subcategories or genre or formats or however you like to uh, call the different categories the games go As under. As Alex Trebek would say, different genres. Genres. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Trebek. Guy's dead. Trebek's did you know that? Did you know, he, did you know he died? I do not believe that. That's not true. It's terrible. We are going to pick the highest voted game in each of those categories to represent that genre as a whole, and therefore determine not only what the best game of all time is, but also what the best genre of all time is. Very good. You three ultimately have veto power that any game that I mention can be stricken off, and we'd go to the second most voted game in that category and so on. How many vetoes do we each get? You each get, uh, let's see, there are 20 topics. I will allow each of you to have four vetoes. Oh, wow. That's uh, right. that's generous. I almost said gregarious instead of generous. So that's, <laughs> uh, let's call it gregarious. <laughs> that's gregarious. <laughs> uh, so this is a bit uh, looser of an episode. Uh, we're going to allow five minutes on the clock for each of these 20 topics. Uh, four and- minutes on the clock. Oh man, I didn't. I didn't allow for this extra long annual. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we're we're starting an hour later. We should yeah. say also. So it's this a is, celebration. I don't know about I, five minutes. Make it four. All right, let's make it four. Make it four point two zero. Nice. No, don't no. Nice. <laughs> we'll begin with action as our first topic. The Making highest action. rated action game by our listeners is God Hand. Oh, I thought okay. it would be uh, Elevator Action Returns. Well, oh, okay. Man. So the the first question here is, what is an action game? Is yeah, that there's anything? <laughs> I mean, what what is action? I think mean? action is just uh, it's straightforward. I don't know. God hand you do acquire and equip abilities and uh, all of that sort of thing. 
So there's that. So what we're doing here, what are we doing? We're going to say this is the best action game of all time or not? Yeah, or we have to use a veto, right? Right. Do you agree with God Hand or do you want to go to the next rung down? I don't agree with God Hand. Yeah, I don't I love God Hand. Well, I was the first one to say it, so I guess I'm using my veto. Okay, the next rung down is Doom. Oh, Doom is good. See, this is a little difficult without knowing what the whole list is. That makes the stakes pretty high, though, right? Yeah, the stakes are high. I I actually like this. Okay. It's like a sizzler on the space needle. I I hate it. I think Doom, (laughs) personally, for me, Doom's okay, but like it's fine. But also, it is the prototypical action game in my mind like that is very action i don't know would you not say castlevania is one of the genres yeah, that is there we're a first ranking person here shooter genre? you'll find out which genres there are as this show goes on yeah. oh crikey um, i'm i'm it, okay with doom man it's that it's a tough one for me because i i feel Doom's like good doom while very good it's a little less about button presses which i associate more with action like jumping and hitting an attack button at the right time is is more what i think of for action but that's like what doom is to me i don't know maybe maybe i'm playing it wrong but to me doom is entirely maybe you're playing it more correctly than me but there's a lot of holding the button rather than tapping it to do precision shots but there's dodging and weaving which is precision yeah. So you're you're saying that an action game is about tappy tap and not press, <laughs> not pressy press. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tappy tap. Man, it can be doom. It can be doom. It's okay. Tim, are you, are you giving consensus on this or or vetoing? I mean, I I guess uh, if there's not a shooting genre, then, uh, then yeah, we, we don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I guess uh, I would say doom is good. Yeah. I don't like it. That I prefer Doom 64. Can we change it to that? <laughs> uh, no, it should be just regular Doom. It's got to be regular Doom. I know. I recently I... played through every single version of Doom ever, and the original is still... Episode 1 of Doom is still the best Doom I recently ever tried to play through every version of Doom available, and uh, the only one I could stick with was Doom 64. Just get through Episode 1 of Doom 1, and then that's, oh, that's really all you need to know. Well, that, then you've basically played Doom. No yep. offense to the other episodes of Doom. It's just there's so many different level designers uh, aspiring to so many different things. If you just think of episode one of Doom as Doom, it don't get sweeter. That's all I'm saying. I feel like I'm going to have a regret when I see whatever the third most voted game was. Yeah. All right. Yes, let's move along. I'll just tell you the third most voted game, which we won't get to, was Resident Evil 4. Oh, yeah, Resident Evil 4 one. is an action adventure. Yeah, it's an yeah. action adventure. I don't know what yeah. an action game is. Let's Our move next on. category is plain old adventure, and Uh-oh. the chosen representative is Grim Fandango. See, I know Ooh. even less about adventure because I think Zelda is a is an adventure game. Um, yeah, me too. Zelda games are complicated. Uh, are we talking point and click adventure only? Is that what this is, Javi? No, uh, no, <laughs> pointy click. Just adventure. <laughs> Oh, no. So the Atari 2600 game Adventure would be considered an adventure game? Yeah, I mean, sure. that would probably be the biggest one. Hmm. Gr- well, uh, gr- I, I've played through Grim Fandango multiple times. I like it, but it is not my favorite adventure game. So uh, yeah, I'm just going to throw fe- that out instead of using another veto already. All right. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Huh. The, the aesthetic holds up, but the, the puzzle design is fine. It's, it's been outdone a lot. I'll be willing to veto it. Okay. Uh, We're using our second veto on our second topic. Uh, We go down to... I think it's probably going to happen for every topic. Yeah, it might. Too bad you only have 12 altogether. 
Interesting. So, so yeah. then what, what happens at the end when we don't have any? We, if you run like, out of vetoes, we just have to go with the number one on the listener list. Okay. Oh, we uh, can speed up the podcast. That's great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next game on this list is Breath of the Wild. Is that, that's the adventure list? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. no. That's an adventure. I it is know. an adventure. It's an RPG also. It is a game where you do go on an adventure. <laughs> I'd rather play Grim Fandango, but I'll concede that this is a better game. That sounds grim fan dangerous. Hold on, just backing up. I, I forgot. I, I, I didn't. I, I wasn't paying too much attention here. Jaffe, you said that the, 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 the original vote was for grim fandango. You mean like fandango.com? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> excellent streaming service. So yeah, it's like a goth your... version of that. Yeah. And yet I was the one to veto it. There goes our sponsorship. That was my good joke. The Breath of the Wild after Grim Fandango. Lord, only I would have had an opportunity to put in my own votes for a list like this. If only. Where's Snatcher? You know, I mean, come on, Jerry. Where's Snatcher at? Do you want to veto it, Tim? I don't know. Uh, Get down to the next one. I don't know what I want, what I want to veto. Because, I mean, Breath, what? There's 18 more categories, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is rough, man. This is uh this is a big tough Jerry. Like I think four vetoes per person is not not exactly enough of, of this uh Really? You told me it was gregarious earlier on. <laughs> I remember yeah, that. I mean, I was uh I didn't turn from gregarious into nefarious. I didn't know that in almost instantly I would come to question the nature of of a video game genre. Just thought that we would we would almost immediately that you know it would be a little easier to kind of see. Well, I'm not using two vetoes on one category, so it's up to you, Tim. You can do it or not. I mean, I don't know. Who voted on this stuff? Our listeners. Oh, crank. This is our chance to tell them they're wrong. Uh, <laughs> but, but you only have 20 seconds started. left to either rank it or veto it. They're wrong, though. At what cost is the question? We don't know the cost. I'm not going to bet on it. So just keep it there. Is it above or below Doom? Uh, below Doom, I would say. Below Doom. We're also ranking everything. Yeah, exactly. Because okay. we're right. going to determine what the best genre is. Yeah. Our next category is action adventure wow. oh <laughs> legend of zelda a link to the past is the quintessential action adventure although i think uh we're gonna have to go with Landstalker. right uh, no the number one vote getter is bloodborne <laughs> what yeah bloodborne's a metroidvania in 3d is that not an action adventure well yeah i guess action i guess metroidvania like are... should have been in action like that's what i think of as an action game nah there's too much stat uh stat progression in it way too much I guess there's no stat progression in Bloodborne if you are the kind of person who makes fun of someone for not being good enough at it. That makes sense. It's only an action game if you're the sort of person who gets on the Internet and tries to find people who are complaining about it being too hard and then leave a comment under their blog post about telling them that they just need to become better at the game. That's the sort of person who considers it an action game for everybody else. The normies. But the good people of the world, Bloodborne is, in fact, an action adventure, I would say. So we got Bloodborne. Um, I'll veto that. <laughs> I'm going to use these vetoes up real quick. I hope Dark okay. Souls is next. because uh, Actually, next is Shadow of the Colossus. What? God darn it. That's what I would have used my veto on. I'll veto Shadow of the Colossus because, you know what? Can we just go ahead and say... Unlimited vetoes? On, on the record here today. No, I'm not going to say unlimited vetoes. For, on the record today... I'm going to say, no matter what I might have said in the past, I have now, as of the past couple months, decided that Shadow of the Colossus is not a good game. It's not a bad game. It's just not a good game. 
You yes. renounce Shadow of the Colossus I, and I all renounce, of its works. I renounce Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus is big boy, baby boy, cheap film school tricks. Brandon hates the films of Nicholas Windigreffen for the same reasons that I, I no longer like Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. It's then good our... by default. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I, I dislike say. Shadow of the Colossus for similar reasons as well. So. <laughs> our next game on the list is The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Oh! <laughs> Done. Yeah, that's it. Give it Done. to that. That's yeah. the perfect example. I mean, I would prefer Landstalker, though. Yeah, that's that's the one. Zelda games are action adventures. That's what they are. Man, I got I was so bored playing that game. I, uh, I really I really tried. I really what, tried you, to play that game. What'd you play game. it on? What'd you play Switch? it on? I played the Switch one. Uh, oh, oh that's the wrong, wrong one to play. Yeah. I don't like that one. I mean, everyone told me to do it. You Whatever. like old monochrome games that are hard to see, right? You should play it on yeah, a, that's true. Get an you should play it on the game analog Boy. pocket. Uh, I would oh, yeah. love to if they would uh, produce a, an amount that people. If anyone could buy. in the listenership has uh, access to an analog pocket uh, pre-order and you were willing to sell it to me for, I'll go as high as four hundred dollars. Let me know. This this is exactly the problem with <laughs> with analog right there encapsulated. Yeah. Okay, we got thirty seconds. Where do we put it on the list? Um, below Breath of the Wild for me. Wait, but it's but a bit. But a bit. Yeah, uh, below Breath of the Wild. No, I yes, like it more than Breath me. of the Wild. Yeah, I, li- I like it more than Breath of the Wild. Well, I'm outvoted. I like it more than Doom also, but... Yeah, anyway. me too, but I don't get a vote here. Me too, but in honor of Brandon not wanting it to be uh, <laughs> yeah, too high, sure. I'll put it under, I'll put it under yeah. Doom Thanks. for That's now. Fine. If it were Landstalker, it'd be over Doom. Although Brandon's not played Link's Awakening, so he doesn't have an opinion. I played right. the Switch one. You played a different game. You both recommended that I play it. I did not. You did. No, I, rec- I recommended that you play Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds we're, for we're the gonna, Nintendo we're 3DS. We're going to have the tapes on this. That is, that is the one I have recommended to you both on a podcast and personally for okay. about eight years now. And I will tell you that I literally called Nintendo asking for a refund on the Switch version. So I Kaboom! absolutely did okay. not recommend it. Blasted. Doom shotgun sound effect. Our next topic is RPG. And by far the biggest vote getter was Chrono Trigger. Yeah, of course it was. Should be Dragon Quest V. Chronic Trigger. Tim, do you want to use a veto? I do think that Chrono Trigger is good. I'm not, I'm fine with it. Chrono Trigger is. I think uh, people should get over it. I think Chrono Trigger is meticulous. If you will all watch my video about Tokimeki Memorial, which is uh, live on YouTube right now, if you're listening to this, not live on YouTube right now for everyone participating, uh, you will see that I make the bold declaration quite early on that Tokimeki Memorial is better than Chrono Trigger, Persona 5, and Dragon Quest 5 combined. Frank, why would you say they should get over it? I'm curious to hear more about that. It's fine. Yeah. But I I just feel like everyone thinks of it as being the best RPG ever. The best entirely based on them having played it while young. I have two things to say about that. One is I don't think that's holding them back really from anything. It might be, but I I don't perceive it that way. And the other thing is (laughs) I played it uh, as maybe a 30 year old, I think, uh, for the first time. And I thought it was very good. Yeah, but did you get all 15 endings? Heck no. <laughs> oh, well, you actually, oh, I mean, I mean, you actually should. Yeah, it's, two or three. It's pretty easy to get all of them, and they're all pretty rewarding and fun. I mean, I like every Dragon Quest I've poked at more. I like, I don't know, Fantasy Star 4, I thought was a more interesting one. Uh, all, the, all the mother games, I think, are better. I think for meat and potatoes RPGs, Dragon Quest V is without a doubt the best. Do all of those have some character going with some flimpty dimpty language where, where they sound like someone who just found out about language? No, Yuji Hori is a very good writer in Japanese, is my answer to that. Is my answer to that question. Oh, okay. <laughs> play, play, play them in Japanese if you can, if you must. 
Okay. You studied Japanese in college, right? Just check sure out in Japanese. Just try five in Japanese. You can get it on DS for like ten bucks. You know, I, I have a, like three copies of the the Japanese DS version. So who's vetoing Chrono Trigger? Well, I think maybe it's not worth vetoing because I'm scared yeah. of what number two is. I'm scared of what number two is, Jerry. I don't know because you know what Chrono Trigger is. It perfectly straddles the line between Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest, in my opinion, and it even has a little little bit of you know parsley garnish of a of your uh, weirder ones like Xenogears is is in there as well. Yeah. It's like the perfect stopgap between Dragon Quest V, Xenogears, and Final Fantasy VII. I don't know. It, it occupies an interesting place in the space time continuum of a role-playing games i kind of dare not dig beneath that particularly uh, tired opinion because i fear what may be beneath it unless it's like persona 4 i think the game's fine and i just don't have a strong enough opinion to veto it push it a little further down the list only i could have voted on this (laughs) (laughs) all right where are we putting it is it better than breath of the wild i like it better than breath of the wild personally but i wouldn't say it's better so i'm gonna say it's on the bottom of the list myself i think so too yeah, I guess put it down there. We have to move on, but I am sorry to tell you that had we vetoed it, the next game would have been Dragon Quest V. <laughs> oh, that's not fair. Next category is simulation games. Okay. Unsurprisingly, the top voted game is The Sims. Oh, oh see, okay. I, I put when I did have the opportunity to vote for this that was um, then uh, retracted from us. I had Tokimeki Memorial in there. It's a little surprising to me. I guess people thought of the sim genre in a different way than I did because I put in like princess maker and tactical fighter and stuff like that. I I thought it was maybe 50% of the hook of this particular style of ranking was uh, the the fact that we can't really agree on what a genre is. I'm now starting to think that's like 95%. (laughs) I really just think it should be Dragon Quest V. Come on, give us one MacGuffin. Can we have one MacGuffin at the end? Oh, at the end, each of you gets one game on this list by Fiat. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. I just uh, drive my little car up there. Just put put it in there and then... I'm interested in that. I'm interested in whatever whatever's going to happen there. I would just swap out Dragon the Dragon Quest for Chrono Trigger. Uh, anyway, so what are we talking about? The Sims. <laughs> the Sims? Best simulation game? Somebody crush that. Get that out of here. I'm down to two vetoes here. So. Yeah, I'm saving mine. God. The Sims is boring. <laughs> I don't no trust to that it. if Sims is the number one, that number two is going to be one that I like. Yeah. In general, I'm not into simulation games, and The Sims doesn't offend me, so my lack of a veto is just out of pure safety. I am into simulation games, but the Japanese definition of a simulation game, as I mentioned earlier, so uh, but I don't think yeah. that's what we're talking about. I'll tell you this. Number two in this category is a four-way tie, so you get to pick from one of those four. Oh. <sighs> All right, I'll veto. I'll, I'll take okay. one. I'll take one for the team here. Oh, roll Taking it. Taking one for the team. Thanks, Frank. Thank you, Frank. Frank's. Frank is down to two vetoes now. Yeah, Frank. Our games now are Euro Truck Simulator 2, okay. Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020, Stardew Valley, and Dwarf Fortress. Okay, so these people definitely thought about Sim in a different way than me. I like yeah. Stardew Valley. Yeah. yeah. I think it's all right. I'm good I mean, with that one. I don't I don't know that it's a simulation in any way, but... Stardew like Valley is a... A little I, more I, of an would, adventure game. Yeah. <laughs> I would call it an RPG. Yeah, it's a bit of an RPG. Harvest Moon games are just RPGs. Did I tell you about that when I heard someone call the genre RPG in real life? It was in Korea. And they you should were, have put and, that person in the ground. And, <laughs> and <laughs> most people were calling it, this is RPG game. And everyone would emphasize game so that it's role-playing game game. But there was mm-hmm. one 
person who was like a little more casual in their speech and they'd be like, yeah, we made an RPG and I really liked it. So that's why I've been calling it an RPG ever since RPG. Well, anyway, anyone got a better answer than Stardew Valley out of what we've got? Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. I mean, I don't know. Dwarf Fortress. I like the idea of saying it's Dwarf Fortress. Dwarf Fortress is cool. You all ever play Dwarf Fortress? Lord. That's all I have to say about that. That's my one word review. Yeah, it's one of those uh, complicated (laughs) things. Back of the box quote. Okay, we got 15 seconds. Where do we put Sardew Valley? I think you should have Crusader Kings 2 on there. Below Chrono Trigger? I put it above Chrono Trigger just to okay. make this list more interesting. Mm-hmm. As you like. Oh, no, you're making like a sort of like a make the list more interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. There's all kinds of ways to play this game. <laughs> well, uh, just, let's just Tim, do where it. Where would that you one. put it? Uh, I would put my dogs. Uh, why isn't it Nintendo Dogs? That's my, I, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. Put it wherever. <laughs> okay. There. We're swapping out for Nintendo Dogs. We'll yeah. do some swapping at the end. Our next is strategy. The top vote for strategy games is Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Oh, that's uh I'll veto that. I mean out of principle. Sounds like you got somebody spiking the punch over here. I don't I don't understand what's going Brandon on. Brandon is down to his last veto. I'm gonna need to get some more. But <laughs> I, I, yeah, I might have to give you guys some more. Or it's, it's gone. Okay. Our next Valkyria Chronicles. But I'm gonna say Valkyria Chronicles. Yeah, Valkyria Chronicles. I played that game right when it came out on the PlayStation 3, and there was a mission that was impossible, and they patched it to make it easier. However, me and my buddy, we beat the mission that was supposedly impossible by basically scamming the game into letting us kill an unkillable opponent. And we just barely made it out. My my dude had like four hit points. It was pretty good. And that was somewhat early in the game. And that experience was quite formative to my opinion that Valkyrie Chronicles owned uh, and it still owns. And that's my story about that. However, I would kind of think of it as more of an RPG. Me too. But um, what what is our genre tactics? Uh, Strategy. It's strategic enough. Yeah, it's strategic. I mean, I think it should be Armodyne, obviously. Uh, Though, I mean, what are you going to do? What's the Armodyne in that? Um, I think that this is a good one to choose. Frank, you fine with it being that? I'm fine with it. Yeah. It's Sega. It's Sega. Forget mm-hmm. about it, Jake. It's Sega. Just let it go. It's Sega Town. It's Sega Town. It's forget about it, Jake. It's Club Sega. <laughs> <laughs> so where does it go on the list? Um, uh, tippy top. It's my favorite of these, but uh, I don't think that anybody else would. Frank, I probably it owes gonna... its very existence to Doom. I would say so. It should be under Doom. I think okay. uh, put it below Link's Awakening. That's what I'd say. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah I'm okay <laughs> with that. Interesting list. Stay I, out of this I would chapter. like to have it above <laughs> Link's Awakening myself. I, I think it should be below Link's Awakening. <laughs> well, I guess I lose. Wait, how much of Link's Awakening did you play? On Switch? Yeah. About uh, 12, 10 hours. You're, you're tipping your hand here a little bit, Jerry. You're tipping your hand because usually when one speaks of Zelda... And their progress through such. Yeah, you talk about what how many dungeons, dungeons they have cleared. You got right, <laughs> I got through several boring dungeons. Ah, uh, he cannot recall a number. The man has no. ten fingers upon his two hands. Such, such was the uh, nature of numeral. my experience <laughs> with this game that I could not know. Okay, so Valkyria Chronicles number two. Yeah, I have lurked, slurmed, Wait, I thought everyone and disagreed with me and put about it the at... internet for long periods of my life, and I can sniff a hater. And when Number one three. cannot conjure a numeral smaller than eight, one is hating. I really with, tried. With their hate. So uh, there you anyway, Less than eight, you gotta hate. Jeff, <laughs> I, I think eight. everyone mm, disagreed eight. with me. And, yeah. Oh yeah, okay, you got it. 
right. I got it. It's Our next category is massively multiplayer online games. Final Fantasy 14. That's number one. Yes. Is Can't it? Imagine anyone yeah. using a veto on this. Yeah, you know what? To I hate to borrow the vocabulary of the youth, though here's some real talk. Final Fantasy fourteen owns, and I haven't even played it. I've only seen the GIFs, and I've read several articles, and I'm ready to play it. I'm wanting to play it. I'm waiting to play it. I'm willing to play it. It's just uh, not quite ready yet because, uh, you know, I've got too here's much stuff to do. Here's why I think that it good is the answer for this. Final Fantasy fourteen definitely changed the course of my life and my career oh might for the worse but it changed it nonetheless which makes it important um i've mentioned that on the podcast a little bit before but uh it's uh definitely the most important mmo in my life despite the fact that i dated someone for many years who found someone to cheat on me through world of warcraft it's more important than world of warcraft in my life wow so wow. uh final fantasy 14 is definitely top mmo in my brain space in terms of effects so, on my life so what I, frank do you agree with this as well i don't care yeah that's uh, what I <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna try to sell it to frank real quick as why it should be on this list uh because, i'm fine with it being on the list no 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 ahead. just just let me do it because uh, okay. this is this is a joke about how you keep saying you want the list to be more interesting okay so okay uh, let's hear the, the joke the, the the board it's not even I mean, it's not uh, now that we're calling it a joke i'm not so sure it's uh, a <laughs> it, like a, a list from someone like i don't know someone mainstream would always put, would probably put world of warcraft on there and be like oh World of Warcraft was not the first MMORPG or massively multiplayer online role-playing game. However, it certainly was the first one to bring it to the mainstream, right? They would give it some reason like that, right? Mm -hmm. I like that Final Fantasy XIV came out after World of Warcraft and was a huge failure. And then they uh, they just made it better. And not only did they make it better, they made it into... Uh, is it, it? It's like the biggest MMORPG under World of Warcraft, right? It's huge. I think so, yeah. People really like playing it. A lot of people I know are playing it actively, and there's a lot of good stuff you can do in it. They really fix it up. One of the servers is called Goblin. They're named after Final Fantasy monsters. I'm obviously on Goblin, even though I couldn't get past character creation because uh, I will get into that later. And I also like the fact that the director of it is now the director of uh, Final Fantasy 16. They had an edict at one point that Final Fantasy 14 cannot fail. Yeah, and that's good. They fixed it, and now it is a success. Every time I hear somebody tell a small anecdote about it, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to play that. And I'm going to do it. I will. 2021. I'll I really it. thought it would be Fantasy Star Online at the top here, though. That's not a massively multiplayer game, though. That's a, that's a multiplayer online game. Yeah. Not massive. That's like saying Monster Hunter is a massively multiplayer online game. Couldn't you see more people in the hub, though, than just four? Maybe not. Yeah, but I mean, you're not massively multiplayer playing you're just massively multi looking at each other i think like i i think you would also get nebulous if you're trying to call destiny massively multiplayer even though there's yeah, that's true a bunch of people in the hub you still have to group up and you're not persistently interfering with one another we could get to fantasy star if you wanted to use three vetoes no nah, no nah. I, <laughs> I think yeah like i said i think this has an outsized importance in my life and so i want yeah. to keep it up there yeah, yeah i like that game even though i haven't really played it that much i like so where it. we place it uh put it right next to daddy wait I'd, under about i'd put it at the bottom <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's what's the state of the list so far it's uh, in, it's uh, in the, right there. yeah oh i don't see it oh oh yeah i don't have my glasses on so i thought oh, it was that's the same problem Can't well see i thought anything. it was the, i thought it was the same stuff that was from earlier i just you know i give me a break here i've got i got, got eyeball it, got problems it. you want to put it on the bottom under chrono trigger yeah yeah why not 
No, wait. Okay. No, wait. I'd say put it over Chrono Trigger. It make the list more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's okay. our edict. Yeah, I do mean, it. But remember that later, th- this is also a ranking of the best genres. And so that means that the MMO genre is better than the RPG genre. Well, yeah, sure, based why on not? these elected representatives. Why not? Why not say it's better? This is interesting. Because well, I don't believe it to be true. <laughs> it's theoretically better. Our next category yeah. is sports, and the number one voted game is video ball. Oh, really? Ah, oh, man. Well, I, I'm not I will let you veto it. this one for free if anyone wants to veto it. <laughs> Frito? You know, I don't, I don't want to be a jerk, but it's, it's not the best sports game of all time. No offense, Tim. I think it is. Oh. Uh, I spent a long, uh, a, a lot of time ensuring that it is, that it contains all the elements of everything that anybody likes about any sports game. Uh, diluted, pure, solid, delicious, and crystalline. It's all in there. I mean, I could prove it with the... I know, a, some people really like stats. I could, there's, there's stats in Video Ball, though. Yeah, it but... It persistently keeps your stats. I, it tracks I mean, it all. Kind of, a, kind of a different sort of stats. It tracks career stats. It tracks uh, stats per match. It includes everything about every sport, and it's perfect. <laughs> all I right. mean, it's like, it's like objectively perfect. That's, I mean, I'm not saying that that makes it good or the best. I'm just saying it's objectively perfect i guess i mean that's all there is to it jerry <laughs> yeah i mean i don't I, it's it's hard to know what to say about this one yeah that's it's weird that it got it's, voted it's weird at all to have a game that one person in here has worked on on the list uh for yeah, the rest I, of us to I, that's it. why i'm offering anyone a free veto if they want to take but it. i don't want to veto tim's game either exactly so no veto is really free. I don't want it to be like NHL 94 or NBA Jam or something either. So. <laughs> yeah, NHL 94 and NBA Jam, two games that were referenced quite heavily in the creation of Video Ball. You're basically getting all of those together. It's a package deal. I was putting in uh, like Winter Heat and stuff. Uh, that was the kinds of sports games I was putting in there. But Winter Heat well. is okay. Decathlon, it's okay. Decathlete, decathlon. I think it's decathlete. Yeah. International track and field. You want to mm-hmm. try to put that one on there too? You know, <laughs> Madden ninety two, Madden yeah. ninety nine, Madden oh eight. I got them all. NBA two K twelve. You know, whatever. Man, well, I don't know. This uh, this has me stymied. <laughs> I'd I'd say leave it on there. I mean, I would like to know what the the number two was if you're able to tell me. Though I don't want to vote for it. I know I'm. I, I know my vote is set. Uh, I'll tell you what number two is. Uh, number two was Rocket League. Oh, yeah. See, no, uh, no. Yeah, I don't really want. Don't really want Rocket League. All right, I guess it's video ball. I like Rocket League. You ever seen an animated GIF GIF of someone being like, "Oh, last night's Rocket League was wild," and then it's just like their car just kind of like touches the side of the ball, and then like another car barrel rolls, and the ball just kind of like beach ball balloon butthole spirals, and then like touches the tip of the goalpost or whatever, and it's like touchdown or whatever i don't know it just it looks like a bunch of nonsense no offense to it just looks like a bunch of trash no offense (laughs) it just looks like everything is accidental all the time garbage in that game whereas in video ball primary reason to hate video ball i think would be just being no good at it is there's a lot of people who just hate it because uh they got stomped and i feel sorry for those people because it can be a brutal game for the uh the newcomer i just didn't want to make something that allowed people to uh have accident fun the way uh, Rocket League does. Didn't make this game for physics fail compilation YouTube videos. Made it for people with just really hard muscles. Loud voices. So bottom of the list? No, not the bottom. I'd say tippy top. I'd go bottom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I guess at the bottom. I'd say tippy top. Let's put it in the middle. 
<laughs> no, that's more. two against one is not that's the middle. Two it's, one. It's yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah, it's toward the end. Yeah, the end. Let's put it above Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> it is online. I would, no offense, Tim, rather play Chrono Trigger than Video Ball. Oh, yeah, I bet. Oh, but I, I, I am arranging things below. I don't want to play Breath of the Wild, but I'll put it above things that I do want to play. Just to... Yeah, let's put it wherever. All right, it's wherever. We'll get a chance to rearrange the list at the end. Next Tippy category top. is party games. Uh-oh. And the number one party game is Mario Party 2. Oh, the one where Mario got the cowboy hat on the front, the one that cut grooves in children's hand palms. That's the one. Yeah, cutting the grooves. I'm all for a, something that cuts a groove in a child. It's, yeah. I don't think I've ever liked a party game. I've, I've liked a game that lends itself well to being in a party environment, but I've never liked a game that forces a party. Yeah. Yeah. Although I have, uh, I have been at a party that had Mario Party going and it was, uh, it was pretty good. Same. Truth be told, TBT, a party which did occur during my college years uh, between myself and some other college students, uh, though it wasn't a house off campus. So I'm going to call it a real party. Uh, it was my house off campus too, Jerry, that we had a real good time with Mario Party 2, the one we had a good time with. I, I, I think uh, a good case for it is uh, it's made by Hudson. It's made yeah. by Bomberman people. Every one of the games in there is like almost good enough to be a standalone game. However, by almost, I mean, if any of those games was a standalone game, the developer would be executed. So <laughs> like, uh, though they're, they're so almost that it's very endearing. And though they do feature Mario and, and his friends, if you can call them that, I think they're just in it for the money. Though they do feature those characters, it is pretty weird. And it does have a bit of a PC Engine feeling pedigree to it. Yeah, I think that none of the games that I would choose for this category would be thought of by people. Because when I was thinking about You're this... You're choose like Itadaki Street? Like, what are you going to... When this genre came up at first my first response was i don't like any of these but then i changed Did you choose it. momotaro dentetsu what'd you choose oh man nice saturn bomberman and left for dead oh. are those party games though see that's what i mean they are games that lend themselves to a party environment but i yeah. don't know if the genre is party game saturn bomberman could be because it's got like eight player and ten player yeah. modes i also had hidden in plain sight on there which we've talked about which is hidden in plain sight's cool party, party game but it would never be on this list it's a good, simple party game. Yeah, I'd like it. Well, I mean, is Johann Sebastian Joust a party game? Yes. Yes. It got one okay. vote. All one right. vote. I'm going to tell you what about that Mario Party is the recent Mario Party for the Nintendo Switch. Complete trash. Nice. Like absolute somebody took a dump in a dumpster. It is hateful. I don't understand what happened. Isn't Mario Party 2 made by the people who made Bulky Slash? Bulky Slash. Bulky Slash. <laughs> Isn't it made by the people? It is, That's isn't it? a little it? Game Boy version. I don't remember. I was looking up the pedigree of that earlier, and they did make a lot of cool stuff in a row and then started making something I didn't care about. So that sounds right. <laughs> I think Mario Party 2 is cool because, uh, if nothing else, it's got the PC Engine feeling to it. It's made by Hudson. Makers of Bonk. Makers of Bonk and Bomberman. It had the boldness to, you know, in the 1990s, no, 2000, to put Mario... On the front cover of a video game, not wearing a red hat. He's wearing a cowboy hat. That's weird. That was a risk back then. So bottom of the list? I'd put it at the bottom of the list. Yeah, bottom. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely the bottom, yes. Crush it on down there, friend. Our next category is eSports. Oh, of course. And that's Rocket League at the top. Mm -hmm. No. Jesus. Um, I'm going to say no to that, uh, dog. Can you just go ahead? Yeah, we can veto that's that. That's all your vetoes. Oh, wait, no, no, sorry. No, I'm right, Tim right has... wrong. Yes. Him as the Got most. It. Pop me off that Rocket League. 
Okay, okay, then the next game on the list is League of Legends. Well, I don't. I I, th- I think I respect League of Legends because I don't understand it at all. So. Right. Mm. I understand enough about League of Legends to every time I see someone retweet or tweet or talk about such and such esports league, esports e league, sports league player uh, at a celebration or whatever, signing a contract, the drinking a monster, sporting a new monitor, wearing a hat. I think. Lol! Imagine getting good at that game. <laughs> Pretty lame. I played enough dude. Guilty Gear Two Overture to know that I don't really need. <laughs> I'm not going to be interested in playing League of Legends. I've uh, I've played quite a fair deal of League of Legends. I've played enough of it when I was working on Video Ball. Right, Dark Times. Got to get to know the esports. Video Ball's better at doing everything League of Legends thinks it's doing. That it does it without selling people some sort of some sort of narrative. Have you read like any of the story stuff in League of Legends? Yeah. It's wild. It's, it's, it's like dense. it's like, well, no, I mean, it's 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 dense is a good word for it because it's it's like some Nick Jr. stuff, man. It's real weird. It's like something my brother's nine year old would watch on TV. It's weird, man. The characters are lame. That's all I'm saying. I don't, I don't understand how anybody can like one of those characters, much less a bunch of them. I think it's bottom of the list. Yeah, put it personally. at the bottom of the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like a big lots knockoff of Overwatch in terms Is of the character. Number three, Jaffe. Better be Heroes of the Storm because that's like the good League of Legends. Uh, Overwatch. Overwatch. Oh, okay. oh uh, Overwatch would have done it for me. I think yeah, that's we, it. We, we uh, it's actually it. a tie between Overwatch, Dota Two, and Counter Strike. Well, we didn't use our veto, so yeah, I, I too mean, bad. I don't care enough about esports to right. use a veto on it. No, put LOL <laughs> on there because it's funny. <laughs> So just say lol. Lol. Yeah. Our next genre is platforming. <laughs> fat plorming. Isn't that action? I made it its own thing here. Fat plorming. And yeah, fat uh, the number one vote getter is Celeste. Oh, really? Yeah. By a squeaker. I actually might agree with that. I think I'm good. So a mouse that. voted for it? Oh, <laughs> exactly. No, that's Mr. Squeaker. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Squeaker. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing Super Mario Brothers 3 is number two, but uh, Could I think be Sonic it's... 2. Yeah, it could be. Might Interesting be. list, I would say. I can tell you what number left. two is if you want to give up your veto power. No. no. Um, no. So t- I think not, Tim and I have yet. both said that Celeste is a better platform game than any of the 2D Marios. Yeah, Celeste is uh, is is uh, indisputably incredible, yeah. So this is, this is a weird situation because uh, I imagine that I will have played every other game on this list except for the number one. I still haven't played Celeste, so. Well, you're going you're gonna to not like it because you're contrarian. So. No, yeah, not necessarily. No, I <laughs> think Brandon would like Celeste. You got your bad time hat no, on I'm, already. I'm, I might like it. I don't think I'm contrarian in the way that people think that I am. Anyway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to let y'all decide the platform genre. Cool. Uh, well, I like this game a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm yeah, I like it toward the lot. top of the list here somewhere. I mean, I would not be opposed to Tippy Top even. Oh, Tippy Tip. I think top three for sure somewhere in there. I think Tippy Top is Dece, but uh, what about what about just putting it under Doom? I'm good with that. I mean, what about it? Uh, hey, mate. Sure. Number two on the list was Super Mario Brothers 3. Yeah, okay. I know. It was better. Off the top of my head, right now, today, Super Mario Brothers 3 is, is better than Celeste. However, sometimes I, I flip-flop, you know, I flip-flop these days. Our next uh, category is Metroidvania. Oh, wow. Number one is Super Metroid. Mmm. Mm. Yeah, I I just put in Castlevanias in here. Okay, you know what? You know what? 
I'm going to go ahead and I'm calling for a vote of no confidence in Super Metroid. Super Metroid is not a Metroidvania. Super Metroid is a Metroid game. It is not a Metroidvania. A Metroidvania oh, this has, is interesting. has grinding allowed stat progression. It is yeah. a key component of a Metroidvania. In a Metroidvania, you need to be able to grind stats. And you need to be able to replace primary weapons like outside of a prescribed path. I've thought about this a lot. Super Metroid only has weapons that are in a prescribed path. I also agree that this is yeah. this is a Metroid, not a not a Metroid. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I will allow you to disqualify this without using a veto if you can all agree that it doesn't fit the topic. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I believe so. it does not fit. So next is Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight oh, is veto. Hollow Knight is <laughs> the best. Well, let me just say veto. Let me just say that Hollow Knight is without a doubt the best. Will you dogs? We have an extra dog in here temporarily, and. Uh, He's causing trouble. Anyway, anyway, yeah, yeah, we're thinking about it. Um, Hollow Knight is without a doubt the best Metroidvania ever made by an extremely wide margin. I have to disagree with you as as much as I possibly can about that. Because you're extremely wrong, probably. And you put your bad time hat on before you played it is what I'm guessing. <laughs> no, I was ready to enjoy it because all my friends liked it so much. And uh, as a, as Michael Kerwin jokes, mm-hmm. when I don't like something but don't want to be a jerk about it, I will say something like, I see why you think that or I see why you like that. But yeah. and in this case, I literally do not understand why people like it. I, I actually don't because I think that the movement is bad. Oh, I, I cannot stand the waiting on the attack stuff. There's the delay there is maddening. I don't like the visual style. I don't like the music. I don't like the sad boy limbo mood. I don't like anything about I don't know game. about no sad boy limbo mood. Oh, I know about it. Limbo is trash. If we can just throw that out there. Limbo is bad. Hollow Knight has a better aesthetic. How far? How much of it have you played? Like, not not trying to gotcha you. I here, played those... about an hour, which was as much as I could uh, okay, okay. take. Of well, yeah. Brennan used that... his last veto on it, so yes, our <laughs> new game in this category is Symphony of the Night. All right, yes, fine, fine. Well, you you know, prototypical, much much worse game than Rondo of Blood. <laughs> However, Rondo of yeah. Blood is not a Metroidvania. Or yeah, is merely it? a Vania. It's a it's just a Vania. Yeah. Or is it even? It's not even a Vania. It's a Dracula. No, it's not. It's, it's an action It's something game. else. It's more of a Metroid. Yeah, that's interestingly. Interestingly, <laughs> Rondo of Blood is actually more of a Metroid than, <laughs> than a Castlevania. Than a Castlevania. Yeah, it's very, very complicated. The Symphony of the Night is is the prototype Metroidvania. For me, it's somewhere near Breath of the Wild. I'm just going to throw that out. Mm. There. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, if if it had been Hollow Knight, I would have put it at the very top. Though, uh, since it's Symphony of the Night, I would put it not at the very top. Between Breath of the Wild and Stardew Valley? Sure. I like it better than Breath of the Wild myself. Mm. I could put it above there. What do you think? Yeah, put, it, put it above sure. Breath of the Wild, I guess. Because okay. right. you can play as Richter. That's a good point. Yeah. You cannot do that in Breath of the Wild. No. You can't True. Play as and you can play well, as Maria in the Saturn version. Well, what, what I'm saying by saying you can play as Richter or Maria is you can just... Uh, you can, Pretend you it's can, a Rondo. You can, you can issue the whole hook of the design and play it as an action game in a mode yeah. generously provided by the creators. Something you can't do in Breath of the Wild, literally. You've got to play along with the... What is wrong with this dog? Uh, I think Babis is trying to uh, exercise his own veto. Yeah, Bibby Babis wants it to be Hollow Knight. He's very upset. Yeah, he he's only six like pounds, so... He looks a little bit like a Hollow Knight creature himself. So. Uh, that's insulting to Bibby Babis. Our Babbitt. next category is interactive visual novels 
And number one is Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. I mean, I'm, I'm on board with that. Can we uh, adjust it to just say it's the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney trilogy package currently available on all consoles? Because that's I say a, yes. I will allow that. Because I believe they're all, it's one game. It's one game yeah. in three chapters. Yeah. I, I did this review of Tokimeki Memorial, which cost me a thousand some hours of my life. And in doing so, I reckoned with the Ace Attorney series quite heavily. And I really like those games. They're they good. They can't. Can't hold a god darn candle to, for example, Tokimeki Memorial. However, they are incredibly good games. And uh, I've never played them in English, though. I don't know if they're any good in English. They're good in English. There's oh, there's good. a couple of weirdnesses, but not so much. I think it's good. I like the idea that they translated a game about the Japanese, legal, uh, like a cartoonified Japanese legal system yeah. into English. And it just, I guess, it does it come across as like a fantasy court at some point? Because... Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's probably cool. Maybe I'll play those in English at some I point. I did get one vote for nobody has played enough to tell you they're like sixty hours each. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't well, have a better answer, so no veto here. Yeah, I like it. I think it's the first thing that comes to mind for most people outside of Japan when you say visual novel. Sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, most visual novels are are like a, a Casio and uh, Ace Attorney's kind of a Rolex, mm-hmm. I would say both in terms of quality, budget, complication. It's almost in a different genre. I would almost want to call it an RPG. I'm sorry. I hate to say. There's no stats, though. But there's an inventory. But there's inventories in a lot of these. Yeah, I mean, I've come to appreciate the RPG genre as much broader than I previously thought it was. I would call Ace Attorney an RPG. However, I understand that it is basically, it is the Rolex watch of, of visual novels. Not that Rolexes are the best watches. They're just the famous ones, and uh, they do have some kind of a reason for their reputation. And Phoenix Wright isn't necessarily the best visual novel. It's just the famous one. It's famous, and it's also, I mean, it's famous for pretty good reasons. But yeah, yeah it so also, is Rolex. Not a lot exactly. of uh, visual novels have the kind of wave between goofy and serious that this one has, which I think is why it has been so enduring, because it's very, uh, it's very friendly in a lot of ways, while also trying to be serious sometimes and stuff it's, yeah it's it's got a nice all right where do we beautiful put flow beautiful tone well it's got to go beneath the video ball because uh <laughs> ace attorney creative director producer whatever his job title is atsushi inaba did uh personally congratulate me on how great video ball is takumi doesn't do interviews very often yeah i know I okay know. we're I'm out just... of time where does it go <laughs> uh above stardew valley um something like that for me oh you're just trying to put it above video no, I'm just, you, trying, you want to to, say above video I'm just trying to not put it above <laughs> Breath of the Wild because oh. Breath of the Wild is has a lot more stuff in it. Breathness of the wilderness. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay, above Stardew Valley. Breath of the Wild I, bores me. Yeah. I liked it. I don't really know either way. It's my favorite Nintendo game, Breath of the Wild. You should play Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds. For this is our 15th category, uh, roguelikes. Oh, number one on the list is Hades, which came out this year. Hades. Hades. Yeah. I didn't play that yet. We'll probably talk about that more in our game of the year episode uh, in a couple of weeks. So the only roguelike that I have ever liked is Cave Noir. And uh, so I have no no opinion. Check out the big brain on Jerry here. I've tried a bunch of them. It's just uh, Cave Noir is the one that, that I've liked. It's so I love that. It's so like. It's so simple because you have an inventory with, what is it, eight slots or something like that. And everything that you do in that game is like go down and collect X number of this thing mm-hmm. or that thing or, or, mm-hmm. or 
game, this or that. And managing the inventory, as small as it is, becomes a big part of the challenge because you have to like carry two gems back up to the surface, which means you have two fewer slots for uh, having a sword or a healing item or whatever else. Yeah, like that's it. chill. Yeah. Uh, I played a bunch of this Hades game this year because, you know, I, I'm working on a, a somewhat similar video game. And uh, it's, just, it's somewhat, it's, it's like you superficially similar uh, in a couple of ways, design wise. Not going to talk too much about that. I played enough of it to say it is very good. Mm-hmm. It is one of the best games in its genre. Mm-hmm. However, if we were to veto it, I know that like Spelunky would be underneath. And I don't really like Spelunky. I mean, I love Spelunky as an idea. Yeah. The man. I like Derek Yu a lot, but I don't really like Spelunky. That aesthetic. <laughs> I, I don't like the look of it. I don't like the weird, floppy, ugly physics. I don't like the feel of the jump. I don't like the weird programmery acceleration on the run. Yeah. I don't like so much about Spelunky. And I'm just dead certain it would be number two. You're describing a lot of what I don't like about uh, Hollow Knight right now. That's real weird that that's your opinion about Hollow Knight. You play it on a TV with the, like, uh, I don't know. Motion smoothing. Motion smoothing on. or No, there's, I, I, there's a I mean, million I played reasons. some of it in, in handheld mode and some of it on... Uh, oh, on the Switch. You play on, it on the, the big Switch. screen. Okay. Yeah. Did you play it with the analog stick or with the D-pad buttons? Uh, well, let's not get I, into this. I will admit I cannot remember. <laughs> let's not get into this. I do think... Uh, all I'm going to say about Hollow Knight is you didn't even get to the first special move, probably. I'm guessing. You didn't even get to your first uh, unlocked a new move. I think I unlocked like a dashy thing. I don't think you did. I I I don't think you did. Well, that's all I'm saying. You think you unlocked something. You didn't unlock nothing. (laughs) One of us has played Hades. Uh, Are we going to? Wait, nobody else here has played Hades? Frank, you haven't, right? Um, I have watched my wife play Hades. Um, Oh, okay. She likes it a lot. I was going to say, I think you'd like it. Uh, um, I think it's great. I would not mess with this with a veto, and I would put it fairly high on the list, actually. Um, uh, under video ball? Uh, no, I put it above video ball. What? Um, I put it right above video ball. Oh, terrible. Terrible, Jerry. I'm going to go ahead and say off the top of my head that I do think the obvious correct answer is uh, Nightmare of Druaga by Chunsoft and Namco for the PlayStation 2. It's the obvious correct answer for best roguelike. Nightmare of Druaga got no votes, but Cave Noir got one. Well, that means oh, it nice. was yeah, it got no votes because everyone just assumed it was two. It was basically a Jack Two situation all over. Yeah, they all they all knew yeah. it would just be in there. It's nightmare. Nightmare of Drug is the best. Uh, though I think Hades is good. Can you tell us if I'm correct? Is Spelunky number two? Yes. Okay, I knew it. Number three is Spelunky two. Woo! Oh. Split the vote. Number uh, four is Spelunky three. <laughs> uh, I'm glad it, that it Spelunky two emerged in time to split the vote. Uh, <laughs> a runoff style. Oh, it got beat by the runoff. Together, its votes would have toppled the yes. 80s, I assume. AIDS. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that I feel that uh, Spelunky 1 and 2 are similar enough that you could just kind of lump them together. However, I'm not going to ask you to do that. Where do we put it? Above Video Ball? Sure. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. right below Video Ball. Yeah. That sounds good. Let's keep going. <laughs> Our next category is what I called creative or constructive games. And number one is Minecraft. When when we were asked this, and I did my homework by myself only, Mario I, Paint. This, this is another one where I said I don't like any of these. But then I remembered, if it counts, I like Rampart. Uh, I don't know if it doesn't that count. Rampart's a strategy I, game. Yeah, Nobody voted no. for Rampart. But you you construct a you construct a castle all yeah, the you time. You can draw like penises in it. Do. Just because you can make a peen doesn't mean it's a creative. It's a queen. Scene. 
Okay, yeah. well, how about we uh, say yes to Rock. Minecraft and put it at the bottom? <laughs> well, what's the next one going to be? It could Probably. be uh, Dragon Quest Builders. It could be uh, Mario Maker. It could be Dreams. Actually, you know what? I'll do it. The Knock that Minecraft off there. Kill it. What's okay. Whatever's next. Uh, next is Dragon Quest Builders 2. Excellent. There we go. Excellent. Good. All right. You know, uh, going into user-created worlds in Dragon Quest Builders 2, real mind blow. Had a real good time seeing some of the weird stuff people built. And got a good story. So it's got everything for kids, for adults, whatever. There you go. Put it over Chrono Trigger if you want to make the list interesting. <laughs> I, I wanted to put it below Chrono Trigger, but you can put it above if you want because I don't care that much. Oh, you should play Dragon Quest Builders too, Brandon. I think you'd like it. It's I will fun. eventually. Frank, yeah, you okay a, with that? Very I'm breezy. okay with that. Yeah. Just don't play right. it on Switch because it's like it's like five frames per second on the Switch. And it's, well, that's the version I've got. So uh, well, you sounds like you got owned. I played <laughs> it. I played the whole thing on Switch. If the so game's whatever. on other stuff, don't get it on the Switch. Come on. Our next genery is free to play, which I consider its own genre. Oh. FTP. Uh, mm-hmm. Number one is Genshin Impact, another game from this year. Uh, uh, Genshin Impact is fine, but it, what it doesn't have for me is the hook. Genshin Impact is trash. That's what you're I'm saying. I'm not saying it's trash. I'm just saying it's a lot of running around and doing generic feeling action stuff. I don't have the compulsion to continue. I don't find the action snappy enough or the the carrot dangling enticing enough for me to move forward with i'm just gonna say every person who has ever tweeted at me asking if i am going to review genshin impact or begging me to review genshin impact or begging me to make a five-hour youtube video about genshin impact click on their profile it's always a nazi i'm just saying that like, <laughs> like literally every single time not even joking so number one number two and i believe i mentioned this while we were doing our game of the year or our game awards stream brandon uh, yeah. I, maybe I can reiterate this for the podcast listening crowd. Genshin Impact stinks to high heaven of game design document written by a guy like me who is working under a bunch of sinister, hyper evil individuals who are trying to make a game to wrap their data stealing CIA mind control, right. weird Cambridge Analytica software or whatever that's what that game is it's like a huge laundry list of fun stuff that some complete person like me <laughs> abbreviated complete as person, person like you some complete person like me circa a age 25 kid. would have come up with in his uh his big boy letter to game pro game design document that he's writing on the behalf of a bunch of sinister individuals whose faces he's never able to see even during a meeting they've all got like a shadow over them trying to find something to uh, how some trojan horse to house their technology. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that that game just strikes me as like weird bad evil. But isn't that what free to play is? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We do have one friend of the show who I I won't name, but he really likes this game for playing it for one thing, which is the part I don't really get, but also for he feels that this will maybe potentially change the Japanese action RPG genre forever to have such a uh a game with that is so generous with content, just the amount yeah. of stuff that's in it, be free to play and be very successful might I mean, forever I guess that's change the You can the just genre. say it's Matthew Kumar. It, it's not though. <laughs> you know, you know <laughs> you you know what free to play game I think was wildly, massively, unfortunately underrated was Let It Die by Grasshopper Manufacturer. And mm. I have no reason whatsoever to speak highly of any of their games, though. It, I, it was I, too samey to me. Yeah, I liked the idea of a free to play Dark Souls like, though. 
I mean, it was very shamelessly that. But like yeah. every time I got to a new floor, I was like, I didn't feel the progress except in like n- damage numbers and stuff. I didn't feel like I was moving through a space. It was a good blueprint for something. I guess this Genshin Impact is like a super high budget feeling triple A-ish Japanese action game-ish game being yes. made in, in China with, with evil money. Yeah. It, it is evil money, right? Probably. Like it's probably it's probably money from like oh, people yeah. who have committed human rights atrocities. Like America, for example. <laughs> Murder is probably involved in in. Okay, the money. we're out of time. Where do we rank it? Oh, uh, <laughs> did, is no one going to veto it? Because we nope. just spent the whole time complaining about it. How many more topics do we have left? We have four topics left, including Crike. this one, and three vetoes left. Crike. I'm willing to sacrifice a veto if any of you feel strongly about it. I I don't. I don't think that the next one is going to be one that I like. Great. I would so say that this, it? yeah, I would say we defined this as a free-to-play game. This is what it has to offer. I mean, there are a lot of these games that I do like, by the way. I actually actively Clash play Royale. games in this. Uh, uh, Clash Royale is a fantastic video game. Yeah. Like, it's it's really smart and well-made, and it should be number one. But And uh, got no votes. And got I mean, no I, votes. Would, I, would, I would rank Fortnite over Genshin Impact. I, I would. Uh-huh. I don't even like... I kind of hate a lot of Fortnite, but it's that's that's a free to play game, man. We can just leave it. All right. Where is it? Bottom. You put it at the bottom. Very bottom. Can you tell me if Fortnite is number two, though? It is not. Really? Really? I guess people people uh, in your the voter sphere. What was number uh, two? Uh, for number two was Team Fortress 2. Oh, yeah, uh, that's definitely a better game. That's yeah. definitely the game that should have been on. It's very strange. OK, three topics left. Can I just uh, can I just say I'm disappointed in everyone? <laughs> Uh, our next topic is driving games, and Ooh. our number one is Forza Horizon Four. Shoot, that's uh, that's troubling because that's a wonderful game. However, I mean, is it really all there is? This is a hard one because I will say you have three vetoes and three topics. Ugh. Yeah, I'm, but uh, I mean, sure, that doesn't mean we because <laughs> we, we if we use the veto, then we can't revert, right? That's true. Yeah. But you have three vetoes. I know. We, I've, I've, I know I play this game. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with Forza 4 being the one. It's not what I would choose. You have three vetoes. Okay, okay he's hey, trying hey. to tell you guys <laughs> yeah, that Outrun he's, whatever is the next one. He's trying to tell us that Outrun is next. Yeah. <laughs> Outrun 2, it better be. Better not be like some Outrun 2006 or whatever. Outrun just, 2006 is good, though. It better just be called Outrun 2 is all I'm saying. Because that, that, that would allow us to umbrella I mean, fine, all the Outrun 2 it. games. I know you guys want this. I'll do it. Veto. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Frank. Next is Outrun 2. Okay. Oh, Outrun 2. Yeah, give it to Outrun yeah, 2. Gotta say, Forza Horizon 4 does let you drive a lot of Ferraris yeah. uh, along a beautiful coast with beautiful, beautiful blue skies. However, I mean, you know. It ain't no Outrun 2. Yeah, yeah I mean, Outrun 2 is just, uh, there's, a, there's a thing there that yeah. is hard to articulate in a few minutes. That Outrun just kind of has a whole package. It's meticulous. Mm-hmm. I'd put it at the top. <laughs> I know that that's not going to be the the answer, but uh, I'd put it at the top. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, putting it high up is good. Put it below Celeste. Fine with me. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I like that. Outrun 2 is beautiful. Yeah, we got a strong top four here. Some would say. I just got to say that the, <laughs> the driving in Outrun 2 is not uh, not the best driving even in an arcade-style racing game. Uh, however, it's got it all. This next topic, uh, which is actually the third-to-last topic, because I forgot that I added one at the last minute, oh. uh, is something I called narrative games, and let people interpret that as they will. 
I, I wrote I wrote when when I did my homework on this, I don't understand this category. Is it a right. genre or a quality? Yeah, I, I intentionally put something in there that was open to interpretation there. And good, good, uh, we have joke. a tie for number one between okay. Gone Home and Disco Ooh. Elysium. Oh, well, Disco Elysium Interesting. is the one for me. I mean, hmm. Disco Elysium is an RPG. I think this is probably narrative it's just like the component of the game that is telling a story is my assumption because it's not a narrative game unless it's a like a twine thing or something right yeah Yeah, but i I don't i i like both games and i i feel that gone home does a better job of being a narrative video game as opposed to a video game with a narrative which is what i consider uh the other one Hmm. it tells the story through you uh, engaging with the mechanic which is looking at stuff but i also think that disco elysium tells the story through the mechanic of thinking about stuff or choosing a uh, choosing a text answer to things so like your interaction with the world is through words so that's there's a strong argument to be made for that being very narrative as well yeah and uh, a narrative game should be one about making narrative choices, which is not at all not what you can home. do in Gone Home. Yeah, um, I mean, I can go either way, I guess. I think I th- I'm with that last point. I'm further on the side of Disco Elysium because you're not only choosing different narrative choices; you unlock the ability to have additional narrative choices over time. But I feel that way about any so-called Western RPG, like a Fallout game, Fallout New Vegas, for example. I, I feel does a better job of that. Than Disco Elysium does. I, I think Disco Elysium's maybe a more interesting game, but I feel that uh, ultimately all the paths kind of lead to the same place. Oh, yeah, I that agree game. that it, when it comes to branching, I, I guess in terms of like in Disco Elysium, it is through text and through those choices that you gain access to the additional choices. So it's all done within narrative. Um, so in that sure. way, it's it's more. Yeah, like in I, a Fallout game, I could I could affect the narrative instead by shooting someone. Yeah, yeah. But right. I agree that in Fallout, you can I mean you can bomb the first city or whatever, and then you can ultimately completely change how your game is going. And you can't do that in Disco Elysium so much. One thing you can't do though in uh, those later Fallout games is make them interesting. Hey, by making narrative. That's my Fallout New Vegas is good. Whatever you can't make oh, them interesting. A- New Vegas to me is just the only Fallout game at this point. It's it's it is Fallout. Yeah. It overwrote the other ones. I played a little bit of that Fallout Four. I don't know what was going on there. Four lap. Oh, I, I didn't really get it. So Disco Elysium is that okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd say go for it, Jerry. Yeah, okay, go for uh, it, Charlie. Where do we rank it? Above Charlie and underneath Mario. I'd say below Phoenix Wright. More hmm. like Phoenix Wright. I'd go. I don't know. I'd go lower. Like. I really enjoyed it at the time and I stopped thinking about it within maybe a day. Mm. So it doesn't have the lasting impact for me. Uh, The old Um, 24 hour test. I did like it, but I think about, I don't know. I I think about Chrono Trigger more than I think about that game. Yeah, because Chrono Trigger's got that wind scene music. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It's hard to not think about that. But it's a better game. It's a better RPG than Chrono Trigger though. Dang it. All right, I'm somewhere around video ball. I don't know. Uh, Let's say below video ball. <laughs> sure. I, mean, I, I don't know. I'd put it above 80s. <laughs> you put it, you above, put it above 80s? 80s? So that yeah. means it's it, yeah. the so average it. is that it's above yeah. video ball. It's below That's 80s right. and above video ball. Yeah. Uh, okay. that, was, that was an excellent move, Brandon. Thanks. Wonderful. <laughs>
Okay, our next uh, is fighting games. Oh, of course. Mm. Oh, hey, Alex Jaffe here. Our recording cut out for just a minute, but suffice to say that our panel once again exercised their veto power to see if a more interesting choice than Street Fighter could be found on the next highest tier. How did that work out for them? Let's find out. Capcom versus SNK2. First of all, gotta love CVS. It's where I usually get my my cherry Coke Zero. Get your flu shot. Right. Oh man! I got this Blue aha shot. sparkling water from the CVS. Yeah. Oh, Frank, Frank, have yeah. you gotten the the uh, the ginger apple one? Can you find that one for aha? Yeah. No, I'd like to though. I mean, I'll take a look. It's real. Like it's really tomorrow. good, and they they have stopped selling it at Safeway. You know, I heard at CVS too. The receipts are even longer. <laughs> that's right. Oh, oh yeah. Anyway, the ginger apple, apple ginger one. That's the best one. You Does it have the get. caffeine also? No, it doesn't. Okay. I was That's I fine. was gonna say the reason that CVS two should be the fighting the best fighting game here is because no other video game prints out a receipt long enough to use as a belt. Right. So there yeah. you go. That's all I got. Walgreens yeah. fighting game, maybe. Um I like CVS two. I played it a bunch in the arcades. I'm pretty, pretty sure I played against um Justin Wong at one point because oh, Jay Wong. there was a, a gentleman of his general shape and um style. Playing, and, and style who uh upon uh, a few seconds of my sitting down next to him assessed my ability and then just started talking to his friend looking completely away from the screen wow. while destroying me um <laughs> so sounds like you ne- came to the wrong place he never he never looked back uh, at the screen again after that and uh i, th- I got a couple hits in while he wasn't looking at the screen <laughs> But not very many. Anyway, that game rules. Um, I like it's it. It's good because it's kind of it's it's got just enough like weird jankiness to it. It's it definitely got the jankiness. It's got that floppy feeling that I like from a from an SNK game. But it's also got some some tightness to it. If you make up your own rules, like no no roll throws, which was the rule at the arcade where I played. Um, I think it's a good game. Yeah, Let's I think it's a go good weird it. chill game. Good weird chill. It's also quite an insert credit choice. Yeah. More, th- more so than a lot of these. Most of the games on this list. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jaffe here again. One more small glitch with the recording software at this point, so I'll fill you in on what you missed. We ultimately decided on Capcom versus SNK2 as an appropriately strange representative of the fighting game genre for our list, and then moved on to our final category, the puzzle game. Perhaps somewhat predictably, our most popular response here was Tetris, but... Frank still had one veto left, and damned if he wasn't going to spend it before this phase of the ranking process was over. What repercussions would this reckless decision have? Let's find out. Now. We have vetoed Tetris, and the next rung down is a tie between The Witness and Baba Is You. I have deep regrets. Can we Can we just go back? No, uh, I mean, no. we can't. Oh, that's not right. I thought that the, the, the risk of spending a veto was that you just no longer have the veto. It didn't mean you couldn't go back if you wanted to. We established a little while ago. Uh, yeah, I brought it's a it double up risk. That we cannot yeah. go back. Uh, well, that's uh, boring. And we're all out of vetoes. I think it adds flavor. I like it. I think it's it's unbalanced. Regardless of the quality of the witness, we, we can't in, in good conscience award the game to John Blow. I think yeah, I mean, that's right. that's really all it comes down to. Wait, have you guys me? played yeah. Baba Is You, though? No. Nope. Yeah, I played it. <laughs> you should play it, uh, Frank. I think you might like it. It's fine. It's interesting. I'm not into puzzle games that much. Baba Is You is almost more of one of those creative games than a, it is a puzzle game, of course, but it, yeah, it, it's, it, it uh, gives me more of that kind of vibe. 
Frank, watch the uh, just watch like the trailer for it on YouTube. Yeah, I when am you right now while you talk. Yeah, I like it more as an idea than as a game to play. That's the thing. I mean, I'm a big fan of my uh, my ultra wide high refresh rate monitor and my psychedelic graphics card and my oh, my huge processor, solid state hard drive, all things that benefit uh, uh, the Witness greatly. For example, the Witness is one of the most phenomenally optimized video games I've ever seen in my life. You can run it at 4K. 120 frames per second full spec like nothing on this machine i got so i mean the fact that i'm saying i think baba is you is a better game maybe that means something i don't know the witness is a is a good way to test your uh your computer to see if it's really pumping i really like the witness i mean i like I'm, it too I'm, I'm unapologetic about that but um having watched the trailer for baba is you uh this rules so <laughs> yeah it's pretty good yeah check absolutely it check it out it's on the it's on the pc and the nintendo switch so which one of those are you going to choose? Get it on. <laughs> the PC. Yeah, put that up on your TV. And uh, you know what I would recommend? Play it with a buddy. And I believe you have a buddy. I have one that lives in my house. Yeah. Yeah, you have a buddy who lives in your house and plays 80s for your entertainment. Buddy. Yeah. Again, nothing narrative uh, or whatever, though. It's 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 got some chill. Right, where, to you, where, where are y'all putting good, it on the list? I mean, have we agreed to put it? Has anyone argued for the witness? I mean, Brandon no, said I mean, it's, automatically it's, disqualified the witness. Yeah, because yeah, he doesn't like Jay Blow. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not that I don't like Jonathan Blow. It's that I wish he would be quiet about stuff that he doesn't need to talk about. Uh, well, Baba is me. Yeah, so. Baba is you. Um, so it goes it's above video be ball. So that means above <laughs> video ball, right? Yeah. No, not above <laughs> video ball. No, I think video ball has better graphics. So. Video ball is meticulous. Uh, I agree with that, actually. Did you know video ball is 8K? Just letting, just throwing that out there. Good to know. Yeah. I'd put it, I wouldn't put it above Disco Elysium myself. Okay. Same. Excellent. Excellent. I what about Final also Fantasy? would not put it above Chrono Trigger. I, I, must, I would say put it above Mario Party 2. Yeah, Mario like Party. Baba is Mario Party 2. Okay. So that is phase one of our list, the longest phase. Uh, now each of you gets the chance to sub in your own choice for one of these topics and then re-rank accordingly. We are replacing a game with a game in the same genre. Yeah, right? and then you genre. get to re-rank it. All right, Knight, all right. Each one of us gets one? Yeah, each of you gets one. I think we all agree that Hollow Knight should replace Castlevania Symphony of the Night. So technically yeah. that... Uh, yeah, that's... I mean, I, here, here's I what I'll say. You can, you can definitely replace... Now leave Castlevania in there. Castlevania with uh, with Hollow Knight and then put it at the bottom. <laughs> Hollow Knight, ooh, uh, so good, uh, Jerry. Put uh, it below. So good. If, if there's one, like one spot below Genshin Impact, like one one spot is blank <laughs> and then you can, can put Hollow Knight under I'm that. I'm going to tweet at the makers of Hollow Knight and tell them to block you <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> That's fine. I mean. Hold on. Let's, let's let I, them up, I've, Team I've Jerry. I've been honest enough about my Whoa, they follow of- me on Twitter. They follow me. Why? Of Hollow Knight that I they're uh, only following 493 people and I'm one of them. Oh, oh, Team Cherry, Team Cherry. If anybody there's listening, uh, Mister uh, Fancy, uh, hit me, hit me up, <laughs> hit me up. My DMs are open. I, I'm I'm in the middle of working on a sort of a video that uh, I would appreciate some of your you got level designers, game designers. I would like to talk to you somebody. Got any level designers or game game designers? Got- tell them to uh, go to school, learn how to do some. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of incredible to hear someone put their whole butthole. Uh, onto the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> that part was a joke. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. That part was a joke. Oh, man, I saw, you know, again, I hate to borrow the vocabulary of the youth, though I saw what was a, one of the absolutely worst 
takes I've ever seen in my life on Twitter last night. And it was from Brandon Sheffield saying that the saying that the princess bride would be better without the frame story. <laughs> I know uh, that was the most Brandon Sheffield thing I had ever seen in my was life. Is that a joke? Do you not see? First of all, it was not a joke. Second of all, I don't think that it matters whether you improve or do not improve the princess bride. I don't think. Well, I mean, okay, here's, here's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't really know if you would want to make it better or worse or whatever though. The, the God darn frame story is so integral to the, the movie. No, I would say a framing story is integral to it, but I don't yeah, think but no, that, that one framing is. story is because there are moments where the dialogue suddenly midline transforms from old timey storybookishness to the grandpa fast forwarding through a scene, yeah. right? I mean, the words coming out of the character's mouths, it's clearly a story being told by an old guy to a, a little kid. I think it's one of the smarter framing structures, uh, whether you like the movie or not. I don't know. I also think it's one of the only movies that should be remade with Fred Savage as the grandfather when he's old enough to play the grandfather. That's my hot opinion about The Princess Bride. Well, my hot opinion is I don't need to hear Fred Savage eat a sandwich during a oh, scene. Yeah, that's that's ah. good. I don't like don't like them sandos. So, Wait, had uh, you when were you just watching it for the first time or no, was no, it no. just I was watching it for the I don't know, fifth time last fifth night time. at uh one AM or something. I'll admit I own that film in four K on my Apple you'll, TV. You'll be so. glad to know that everyone disagreed with me. So oh, that's <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> I didn't uh, anyway. I didn't look at the replies. I just saw it while I was scrolling down and I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> there were three options in my poll regarding how much it would improve the Princess Bride to remove the framing device. One was a lot, another was a little, and the third option was I'm Fred Savage. And uh, everyone Fred chose, Savage voted I'm a Fred bunch Savage. of times. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fred good. Savage was overwhelmingly, he, he really. He hit that button. Really came in full force. But anyway, full, uh, full, full conclusion here is that so, Hollow Knight rules. No. <laughs> uh, Symphony of the Night stays on this list. Yeah, yes. go for it. But uh, you have three categories to play with among you. Man, I don't All know. Right. I am tempted to revert Tetris. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I am also tempted to bring uh, Mother 3 back to this list as it was last time. Oh, yeah. Excellent game, mate. Excellent game. Would I will you do say it? if you had used a veto on narrative games, Mother 3 would have been the next rung down. Interesting. Uh, Here's where I'm coming from on this list. I don't care enough about enough of these games to care about fixing the list. Wild, uh, yeah. So like I'm I'm having a little struggle here because it's like I could definitely replace some of these, but would it make the list more of a list that I would choose? Not particularly. There's a couple games I would put in here. Your mother three is meticulous. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I think that sounds good if they're in the top five. Where would you put mother three? Just for, to wit, where would you put it? Uh, I'd recommend Celeste before I recommend that. Mm. I don't, I'm not particularly a fan of Doom. I think it's weird that it's number one. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it is a little weird. It's yeah. pretty strange. I don't think any of us feel that strongly about Doom. <laughs> <laughs> we can re-rank it. I don't know. I like uh, Doom. I like. Doom wait, where's this rule coming from? Wait. No, we're, we're allowed to re-rank the whole list. Yeah, oh, you we? can okay. re-rank. You can take this moment to re-rank what you're doing in this second phase. All right, uh, I would put Mother 3 between Celeste and OutRun 2. Okay, and do you want to move Doom down while you're at it? <laughs> sure. What? Uh, let's put that... Um, I, don't want, I don't want Celeste to be number one since I haven't played it. That's a little unfair. Okay, so putting, so, so putting Dragon Quest V at number one is the right thing to do then? <laughs> 
I don't know. I haven't played that either. Doom I, is real good. It's I don't good. know. It's uh, it's pretty it's good. Pretty. It's it definitely started a whole genre, is what it did. I feel like having Dragon Quest Five and Mother Three on the list together is also a little weird. Yeah, because I feel like I don't know. I feel like Mother Three is the mother version of Dragon Quest Five. It is somewhat uh, structurally uh, similar. Yeah. So you're saying we should leave Chrono Trigger on there? No, I'm not saying that. Just not have it be top five? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. I could move Mother 3 below Dragon Quest V if we feel that way. No, I think Mother 3 being up really high is funny. Okay. Uh, I would put Dragon Quest V definitely has to be above Dragon Quest Builders 2. Sure. Uh, It has to be above Hades as well. Stardew Valley, a game about getting a wife or a a spouse. Dragon Quest V is the granddaddy of that. So it's got to be above Stardew Valley. Okay. Capcom versus SNK. Uh, have I told you what about the hero versus the ultimate evil? So it's got to be above that as well. Um, Damn right. So you're just going to talk your way into the top five again? <laughs> I mean, was there, was there a court in five? I don't remember a court. There's no court. Is there? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, there's the court of, uh, there is a jail. True. Oh, there you uh, go. There, okay. There's there a, a legal jail. system. Yes. There is, yeah. there is a legal system. It, it does happen to be presided over by a demon king. <laughs> okay. So it's better than Phoenix Wright. So it does go over that Phoenix Wright. Uh, Breath of the Wild. What is Breath of the Wild's hook? You go around and you uh, you get ingredients to cook things. Basically, mm. that's that's what people like about it, isn't it? They like mm-hmm. cooking. I don't gravity. know what they like about it. I think I think they like the physics. If they is me, I like walking around and finding stuff, finding a treasure under a uh, waterfall, floating around and going on a weird island adventure where there, the gameplay totally changes. I like discovering things in that game. So that's what I like to do. That's yeah, a thing I, to the do. The cooking is not very fun. Now, Dragon Quest V, on the other hand, you can uh, recruit monsters to your party. So, sure. where's that? Uh, yeah, that's pretty good, you gotta admit. Well, in Breath yeah. of the Wild, you can wear the monster <laughs> armor and look like them. Oh, I guess that's That's, that's where it is. Yeah, that's something like that. I guess that makes sense, now that I think about it. So, below Breath of the Wild, then? It's a little bit unfortunate, yeah. You, you uh, can put it above it, I don't care. <laughs> I honestly I also don't I, care. I don't care. I mean, it's better than Symphony of the Night. Uh, it's okay. better than Link's Awakening too, so now I'm getting confused. Well, okay, so my thing was gonna be if you're if if you're putting Mother and Mother Three and Dragon Quest Five up, I want Link's Awakening to go further down. All right. Okay. You want to just bump Link's W off the bottom of that one? It doesn't have to be real far down. Okay. Personally, I, I love Link's Awakening. Uh, yeah. I would put it below Phoenix right for sure. That's fine. You don't need to put it all the way down at the okay. bottom. Just further. Yeah, just bump it down a little bit. All right. Below people, Phoenix right. There's too much Zelda fetish in this world, and uh, we've got two Zelda games on this list. Sort of DQ go. Uh, tippy top. <laughs> no, not tippy top. Sorry, no tippy top. Wherever, man. I don't know. All right, below Mother Three. We'll put them right next to each other. Whatever. Wow. Okay. Great. Yeah, put Mother Three wins this so one. Now it's, next uh, time, find out. Uh, yeah. Now it's my turn it's my to beat it. Yeah, Windjammers. Uh, it's still uh, fun to play in an arcade, I would say. Anyway, that's it wasn't that's not the thing I'm gonna do. What what if I What if it was window jammers though? It's tough because there's stuff I could change out, but I don't feel that strongly about it. Like it would be a more insert credity list, I think, if it were Sonic 2 instead of Celeste, but it's not like I feel that Celeste shouldn't be on the list because Also again, Sonic's got bad it. jumping. So it's a platform game. I guess. Not quite the best jumps, no. Celeste has good jumps. Uh yeah, I mean, I could change out a sim. I could turn Hades into Cave Noir. <laughs> Heck, I don't know. Yeah. I laugh end. just because I feel like Cave Noir is just like the most bare bones, basic yes. 
roguelike, you know, like it's it's rogue on the Game Boy. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's the simplest possible one, and that's why I think it's the best. Why stop at Cave Noir? Why not just go to Cave Story? Mm-hmm. Right? Cave Story isn't a roguelike. No, it's not. My uh, dog's it is if you now. say it is. Y'all hear that? Yeah, I hear yeah. It's my time to shine. Yeah, He's where's good. Bibby? Bibby's in the bedroom. Bibby's Bibby's in the bedroom. I could fix up puzzle or I could fix up free to play, but you know, whatever. Maybe I just won't do it. How about that? Oh wow! Dang. Okay. You could you could could crush some of the dirty money off of there and Uh, uh, replace it with some other dirty money, right? You you could you could make the party genre whatever you want. You could put yeah. It could be any game you've ever played at a party. Alex yeah. Kid Party. You could put Alex Kid Party in there. Yeah, it doesn't even. You don't even have to have played it at a party. It could just Sonic be a game Shuffle. That you, you think know would be good at a party. Okay, maybe. I mean, maybe I'll put Saturn Bomberman instead of Mario Party Two. There well, you that's go. good. I like that. Yeah, Saturn, that could be a... Saturn Bomberman is. Uh, you got your eight player, and I think one of the it it did a lot of that um, battle royale stuff before the battle royales because when uh, you have a time limit, when the time limit is up, it starts blocking out. Stones fall down from the sky, and your your zone gets squared in further and further, so that you uh you have to get close to each other and blow each other up. And also, after you're dead, you can continue to throw bombs onto the playfield. Got a lot of stuff for every phase of the game while you're it's party style, yeah, yeah, it's party style. So, all right, I'd I'd say that, and then I don't know how much higher I want to put it. I guess I'd put it below CVS two. Where would you end above Walgreens? Okay, and above, yeah. above Wal- Walgreens, yeah. Which is Walgreens Star- sucks. I don't like Walgreens. I like Walgreens. I like it. I, I, I perceive CVS. zero difference between Walgreens and CVS. Uh, then you, <laughs> you ain't been to the Walgreens I've been to, Franco. I guess not. Yeah, the, the Walgreens near my house is pretty good. <laughs> well, yeah. that's our list. And rather than read it out, uh, you can see it all on forums.insertcredit.com. You're not going to read it? Wow. Or Just on Patreon. It. Uh, no, I'm not going to read it. I am going to encourage ashamed, our listeners to engage with our social media to see. Oh, it. That's interesting. It's interesting. It's not going to work for me though because oh, I'm here well, right now. You can see the list, but uh, it's not going to work for me. Right, mate. not going to work. Uh, but that's our list. And if you've been cre- keeping track at home while we've discussed it, then you know. Otherwise, you got to go to the places where we're at. Uh, yeah. Before we sign off, do you have anything you'd like to champion or recommend? You know listeners? what show I've been watching that uh, I don't know if any of you guys would be interested. It's not on Fandango, unfortunately. Well, <laughs> okay. I've been watching this show, Ted Lasso. Have you guys heard of Ted Lasso? Yeah. Thinking we would watch an episode of it, and I thought it might be worth chilling with for a couple seconds. And then I just really ended up thinking it's incredibly good, and it's bizarre how good it is. And I had a real good time. And we, we've now watched six episodes of it. Do not perceive disliking it at this point. Um, I have a probably a lot of stuff to say about it that if I had a some other place to say it that wasn't taking up time at the end of a show ranking the best video games of all time i could probably say a lot more stuff about it though though suffice it to say i found it uh, a refreshing characterization of an individual who on posters i thought it would just be a story about like a stupid guy i thought it was going to be like a story about this guy's dumb but he's not dumb he's like a really smart capable uh dude it's not a story about a dumb guy i thought it was a story about a dumb guy i was refreshed to uh, discover the fictional character's not dumbness. So there's that. The end. I don't remember if it's because we talked about it last show or if it's just because it was Christmas or I saw Tim tweeting about it or whatever, but I, I played Raw Danger again. Oh, baby. Um, over Christmas break. Had a great mm-hmm. time. But uh, I mean, of, of course, I am recommending playing it. But Best narrative uh, game. 
the yeah that's a pretty good narrative it, it's it's a prototype of a good narrative game is what that, I would that say. still doesn't exist yet god darn yeah it. i agree i completely yeah, agree with that it's a shame there's there's games like firewatch that could almost be i don't know let's not get into this yeah i'm you, sorry it, there's no comparison the reason i'm bringing it up though is I, I imagine a lot of people like me might try to play it through uh an emulator well an emulator pcsx2 it's the only emulator for the ps2 only one that works yeah and you might be tempted to uh upscale it try to get it looking good so here's the thing with ps2 emulation there's two approaches to it you could switch between them in the emulator there's software based and hardware based the software based approach much more closely resembles an actual ps2 but uh, and that includes capping the uh, resolution at what the game's native resolution was. And if you take the hardware approach, you can use your GPU to, you know, upscale the game. I was actually running it in like 8K and squashing it back down. Um, oh, rules. But the thing is, that game in particular uses a lot of graphical effects that do not run in hardware mode. It looks right at the beginning of the game, the hotel lobby scene. But once you get further in the game, uh, there's a lot of artistic decisions that are completely wiped out in hardware mode things like color grading and stuff like that and so uh i cannot in good consciousness recommend using the hardware mode and if you play this game play it in software mode and just deal with the fact that you're running in 480i excellent i can go through i can go through that in detail if you need me to tim because i know you've been thinking about uh, oh yeah i I saw some stuff on a twitter thread but yeah Yeah. I, i i do need to go through that game again pretty soon looking at my google calendar i just played through it twice i went back and forth between software and hardware a lot i've got a lot to say so Oh, excellent. I need, cause I need to settle on a, if I, if, when I end up finally doing a video review of it, I need to settle on, you know, what the, the what the graphic <laughs> style is like, what, what, what I, it's going to look think like. Ultimately play it on a PS2 is actually the answer. Yeah. Um, that's probably going to have to happen. Cause software is also CPU bound. Uh, so despite having the RTX, whatever it is, 3080, 3080. Um, it's got some numbers. Yeah. I did not get full frame rate all the time on this game. Yeah. It's, it's a, uh, it's a troublesome bit of software i yeah. actually just a uh, couple days ago uh on ebay bought a, the japanese and the english versions of the game so that was fun oh that's another thing i forgot there is what is called an undub an undub yeah patch. i heard of- uh, having played it and loved it in english several times i then the second time i played through it this time played the undub good god do the undub oh does it rule well i mean it's the japanese voice acting which you know yeah, are, are are the subtitles? Uh, are they the subtitles are, they... are still the the English translation, which could be wrong. I don't know, but I think they flavored it up a little bit. The playing the undub is the first time I interpreted these characters as people. Uh. Oh yeah, where they just kind of sound like screaming, like uh, like like dolls, like action figures in the English version, from what I've heard. Yeah, and and the the stakes never feel real. Uh, in the English dub, it never feels as if these people are actually in danger. But immediate, having played through the game like five times, raw or otherwise, and then the sixth time ish playing it in Japanese, like, like hearing the the real, I actually cared about these people for the first time. So yeah, I think the English dub, from what I've heard, is funny. It's funny. Is it good to care about the people, uh, or or is yeah. that like a separate experience? They they are two separate experiences, and I love them both. Yeah, so okay. I would say that Raw Danger is uh, it, it, it's a game that has the cozy feeling of a of a J drama, much like a Yakuza game. Uh, interpret of that what you will. Do you want to laugh at your J drama for being dumb and unconventional, or do you want to do you want to laugh at it for not being as good as Hollywood, or do you? Which I mean, it's something 
some people want out of out of their uh television viewing experience or do you want to just uh you know kind of treat it like like a thing that was made purposefully the way it is uh it kind of reminds me of a uh, the, the, that game fan review of uh, of Earthbound that Frank is uh, aware of, uh, uh, that where he says, just to answer your question right now, yes, it looks like this on purpose. <laughs> also, referencing J-dramas, uh, I have said a hundred times while watching Ted Lasso that it is uh, it is American GTO, basically. So make of that what you will. If you like That's the show good. GTO... I do. Uh, Ted Lasso is basically GTO uh, for the 21st century. I'm surprised that that, I don't want to say trope, framework has not been mined more extensively by Western media. Oh, yeah. Media. Yeah. Because there's a lot of them. Brandon, do you have anything? Yeah, I got plenty. Two other things real quick about Raw Almost Danger do that come to mind. Uh, I'm telling you, this idea to do okay. a podcast where we just talk for an episode could be fun. I think so. The English dub actually breaks some things. So, you mean the undub or the English dub? No, the English dub. The Age Tech release breaks some things. So you've played through this game, Tim, right? I played just the Japanese version. Yes. Anytime that a character that you're with is screaming for you to come find them is silent in the English version. Oh, that's weird. It's really weird. That's flat out terrible. Any line that isn't specifically a character talking is silent in the English version. So that includes people screaming for your help. That includes the news broadcast that's on the building. So, uh, oh, that's, you know, that's horrible. Yeah. So that's just silent. The section with the taxi driver where they turn on the radio and hear about, you know, the, the dam breaking or whatever. They just sit in silence and you don't hear the radio. So, oh, uh, that's bad. There were features I didn't know about until I played the undub. Probably just play the undub. That's a fun thing to discover, though, for yeah. a game you've played a bunch it of times. It actually is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I found I yeah. found an entire like scene I didn't know about. Yeah. Because I didn't know someone was screaming for me to come look at them. So that's that's the sort of stuff I hope to highlight in the version cross analysis portion of the review I will eventually do. Also, there's an entire playable area that's not in the uh, American version that is in the Japanese version. I consider myself somewhat a connoisseur of the Japanese version, so it blows my mind. Like it's it's one of those games that's just lodged in my brain as being one of the greatest games I've ever played. So it's it's wild to know that there's this version of it that is uh, limited in interestingly different ways that I yeah. I have no I, I think you're for. going to enjoy playing the American version for that reason. Yeah. And then the other the other thing I said there were two things. The other one being that there is an early demo from a magazine or something online. Oh yeah. And uh your memory is correct. It runs much better. Dude, I knew it. Mm-hmm. Except I played the whole game like that. Should have stole the disc, man. I don't yeah, I really <laughs> should have. It was on my desk for like a year after that. Nobody would have noticed. I should have taken it. <laughs> Wonder what happened. That's it was weird. just, I mean, I don't know. It's, it was there when I quit. So uh, what happened was, uh, I mean, I don't know if I, I didn't sign an NDA. Well, I think I signed a general NDA. That was 15 years ago. Uh, let me just say that uh, there were flat out showstopper bugs aplenty in it. There were, there were showstoppers, hard, hard shutdowns, PlayStation locking up. I feared I'd brick my dev kit several times while I played through it. In case anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about. I played Raw Dangers at Taizetsu Meitoshi 2 on a test PlayStation while working at Sony uh, about six months before it was released. So there was a pre-TRC, I believe it would have been. And it ran at a very nice frame rate, except it crashed a lot. So there's that. That's my, my, my inside baseball story. When it came out, frame rate about half of what I remembered. The frame rate, it bounces between 15 and 20. So in the, uh, in the final one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, 
unacceptable by today's standards. And I would love a free, full re-engineering of it. And uh, those boys at Granzella need all the help we can they can get. So we gotta do something. They should for license them. the game to insert credit, and we'll become yeah. engineers and port it. Yeah, we'll do it. All right, here in the eleventh hour, Whoa. you want to swap one of the games out for Raw Danger? <laughs> well, oh I just God. swapped narrative. You could put it in Adventure Breath of the Wild. Oh my God! Exactly. I would love to, and I, we do well, have Link's Awakening on the list, and Raw Danger does have kind of a crafting and gradient okay, collecting here's, here's, sort of thing. Here's what to I'm going to propose because I want Outrun 2 to stay in the top five, okay. uh, or at least one Sega game to be in the top five. Uh, yeah, I'd leave it in there. We could move Doom down a little bit and put Raw Danger at the top. Wow. As adventure. I would not call it the top. <laughs> you wouldn't say it's the most insert <laughs> to me. Game. To me, Raw Danger is a vision of the future, not a perfect video game. Yeah, I feel like Raw Danger's... Uh... Well, is this a perfect list or an insert credit list? It's an insert credit list. If we put Raw Danger in for Breath of the Wild, then... Yes. And, and we're keeping Outrun 2 at at number five. That's Those are the two things. That's it. Yeah. So let's put it above Valkyria Chronicles. Sure. Yeah. Doom's the best game of all time. For yeah, this year. We have Here's to say my that. promise to you. My promise to you is that when we do insert credit annual number four next year, there will be zero listener involvement. Okay. Inter- interesting. <laughs> interesting. I don't. Uh, Brandon, do you have anything to? Uh, yeah, talk I got a couple small we... things. They're, they're not very long. So I recommended The Mandalorian before, and now I'm watching the second season, and I will recommend it again. <laughs> the these the second season, though not as good as the first season, is also good. Um, yeah. And that's cool. And yeah, there's just uh, nothing else really like it. There's nothing else really like it. Can and be like it. Second season is a video game. Yeah, it will. What, what I don't like as much about the second season, it, there's two things. One is way more talking. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is in season one, it was it would like begin and end with a begin and end. This this sort of shoehorns in a let's rock it off to the next adventure pause, which I yeah. don't feel enhances the show in any way. It doesn't make it worse but it definitely doesn't make it better and it makes me think about whether it's worse or better which makes it worse um (laughs) i would say for for the very few people out there like me that do not care about star wars this is the first thing ever in my life that made me care about or interested in star wars the entirety of that universe for me existed so that it could be mined for this uh this television series is what I've yeah. I actually I agree with that. that. Um, I, I, I have always loved the visual and audio aesthetic of Star Absolutely. Wars and thought that that's all it was. That's yeah. all it ever was to me. And the, the, this Mandalorian show, I mean, it's not like meaningful to me or anything like that, but it's a good no. show. It's yeah, a good action show. It's interesting because the writing isn't even very good, right. I wouldn't say. But oh, the, writing the, is, yeah. yeah the writing vibe is, is a, like great vibes. Yeah, the vibe is great. I put I put my Christmas diaper on this year. Uh, I don't know what that means. And I I watched uh, Star Wars: A New Hope. It means it's red and green on my TV. Yeah, my Christmas diaper. It's made <laughs> out of Christmas garland. My uncomfortable diaper. Yeah. Um, watched uh, episode four: A New Hope. One of my favorite films. It's a good movie. You know what's a fun thing to say is to say that A New Hope is underrated. One of the most influential films of all time, obviously. Uh, though it's it's fun to be like. It, it gets lost in the in the maelstrom of persons my age. Yeah. Just perfunctorily insinuating that Empire Strikes Back is the best one. The good one. Yeah. The good one. The best one. And then you watch A New Hope and it's like the economy of that storytelling, the gutsiness of starting with two robots lost in a desert. Yeah. 
it's uh, my favorite one. The fact that it becomes a, a World War II dogfighting movie at the end, there's kind of a thing there where it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's actually got some ostentatiousness to it that I feel like it doesn't uh, doesn't get screamed about as nearly as much as Empire Strikes Back, which sure is a better movie. That's my opinion there. My my Star like Wars. I, Check I'm it planning out. to yeah, watch uh, Empire Strikes or Empire Strikes Back uh, this weekend, I think, and I know that usually, but in the gap between my watching A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, I have this moment where I go. Man, a new hope is really legit, extremely good. And then I watch Empire Strikes Back and sort of forget about it. But uh, I'm gonna say Empire Strikes Back and A New Hope are just two movies that I watched as a big baby. That's what I called myself as a three year old. That I, I saw them in the theaters. I enjoyed watching those movies all the time, every day. They are inextricably linked to many elements of my subconscious about which I do not often converse in public. However, I'll go ahead and say I think The Mandalorian is probably the best Star Wars thing, objectively. Yeah, that's my I didn't opinion. like those Star Wars as, as a kid. Were you one of those people who liked Mad Max better, as I've heard? That's like the most posery thing. I mean, I that I was not trying to pose those two against each other. I did like Mad Max better, I, I, mean, I, I, I wasn't I re- putting them in the same, uh, in the same yeah. bucket. I remember when uh, Fury Road came out. I remember overhearing several uh, friends of mine. about. I, I talked about Star Wars with all these people uh, at some point. I remember just hearing a lot of them go, oh, Fury Road's coming out, man. Yeah, I always like the Road Warrior more than Star Wars. And it's like, it was like the weirdest, poseriest uh, opinion I've ever heard. Have you ever met someone who likes Planet of the Apes more than Star Wars? Oh, there's probably somebody. I'm sure that was, that, I'm sure that person existed in like yeah. 1979 or so. Tim, I'm sure you've heard my uh, extremely pretentious and very in character thing about my dad trying to show me Star Wars when I was nine or 10 years old. Oh, yeah. Me watching part of it and being like, can we just rent Cabinet of Dr. Caligari again? <laughs> oh, God. Like, I mean, come around uh, all the way back around and rewatching Star Wars uh, for the 500th or so time as a 41 year old individual on Christmas Day. Uh, I can say, yeah, that movie's real good. And it's a good thing to watch if you're three years old in 1982. So, my second say. recommendation is yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. is to. Uh, Unlock Sonic in Christmas nights if you can yeah. on whatever platform you got and uh, just mess around with it. It doesn't feel very good, but it's fun and weird to do to be able to just play the first 3D Sonic that existed. And it's I'll also actually elaborate. It doesn't feel good at all. No, it doesn't. It feels it feels bad. And also they got the sound for the jumping. It, it just it doesn't fit in the world. It's, but, uh, it, it's nightmarish. One it thing that nightmarishly they wrong. did do that's interesting is you can... Even at that early stage, you can rotate the camera with the triggers, and it would take Japanese video game companies about five, six more years to get to where that was a standard to do that, to allow you to have control of the camera. And so it's, it's interesting to look at, at that in Sonic in Nights mm-hmm. special Christmas edition as like an early prototype of that happening. So that's kind of interesting. That is the cool. end. Yeah, that rules. Um, I have a legitimate recommendation. I watched the Dollars trilogy for the first time this week. Oh, those are good. And yeah. A Fistful of Dollars is a real good, solid movie. And <laughs> what, would you would you dare say it's underrated? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say yeah. it's underrated. Everyone <laughs> yeah, says the, the good, the bad, and the ugly is the, the good, good one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little but, ec- too much extra meat in the good, the good, the bad. Yeah, there's this say. whole civil war thing that they could, they really could have just lost that. And politics, am I right? Yeah. Uh, uh, and then, but yeah. of dollars is good for not having any politics in it exactly <laughs> i'm not too interested in uh getting clint eastwood in the politics sphere if you know what i mean no no yeah, thanks. yeah the, the old dusting the the dust off of the uniform 
Uh, right. And the good, the bad, and the other. Good gag. That I was ju- a just, good gag, yes. I just yeah. rewatched Hang Him High, and it does not hold up that well. They hang, right. they hang him real high, though. I mean, the beginning of Good, Bad, and the Ugly is phenomenal. The end is phenomenal. Uh, but the best one all the way through is Fistful of Dollars. Check it out. It's very economical. Very economical. Yeah, good stuff. John Wayne didn't like it, too, so it has that bonus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I also have some other recommendations. I recommend that if you're listening on one of the services where you can listen to this show, that you subscribe to it to boost our numbers in the rankings, and you could leave us a review as well. You can go to patreon.com slash insert credit, or you can subscribe at any level to submit your own questions, get episodes one day early, one day and early. even exclusive access to a monthly bonus episode and other exclusive content. Uh, we'll be posting this full list on forums.insertcredit.com where you can discuss these episodes and on that Patreon. And you can also get at us on Twitter. The show is at Insert Credit. I'm at Alex Jaffe. Frank is at Frank Zafaldi. Tim is at 108. Mm-hmm. Brandon is at Necrosofty. This show's editor is Esper Quinn with music by Kurt Feldman. Once more, I'm Alex Jaffe. I'm Frank Zafaldi. I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield. And your game has now been saved. And Hollow Knight is the best Metroidvania of all time. I kind of wonder if if we were, or more specifically, I was a little too negative on this particular podcast. (laughs) I'm very cold. I'm I'm downstairs and and there's no way to get heat on here without. Oh, I thought you just meant in general. You're very Brandon. Cold. Do you want to do you want to record a real quick teaser for the show to tag at that? It can be sure. fake. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna say, oh, Hollow Knight is definitely the best Metroidvania of all time. And then you just say, absolutely, yes. <laughs> okay. And then uh, as a preview for the show. Okay. Yeah. Ready for yep. this? All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best dramatic job. Seriously, though, Hollow Knight is the best Metroidvania of all time. Absolutely.